Hey everybody, what's good? Welcome to the High Fidelity Podcast. And for all of you who have been listening from the very first episode, thank you so much for taking your time and rocking with me so far. I'm glad for those of you that have reached out and let me know that some of the episodes, like the ones about being in a pyramid scheme or making decisions about an internship that definitely was not fruitful or helpful uh, in the grand scheme of things, or even trying to belong based on uh, stealing clothes from the lost and found has resonated with you because the whole point of this is to let you know that if you have felt these feelings of shame or inequity or inadequacy, uh, you're not alone. Um, I'm not saying that you should always feel that way, but if you've felt that way before, if you still feel that way right now, I'm here to share a perspective and to let you know you're going to get through it and it's going to be all right. I can't tell you it's going to be all right tomorrow or the next day or in five minutes from now after finishing this podcast episode, but I can tell you that you're probably on the path and talking about it or reflecting about it, writing about it, uh, doing a recording and, and reflecting back that way, whatever your jam is, I endorse it, I support it, and I wholeheartedly encourage you to do it because the more that you understand yourself and why you feel the things that you feel and where it's coming from, perhaps it's one step closer to taking power away from the experiences that may paralyze you from sharing or talking about it and moves you one step closer to loving yourself, embracing yourself, and saying, you know what, I went through a shitty situation, a bad situation, but I'm still here, and if I'm healing or I need to exercise some self-care, I'm going to do it, and that's totally fine. So anyway, today's episode is going to be about belonging, and particularly belonging as it pertains to the totems um, that we use to identify and relate to each other. And particularly, uh, the name of this episode is, is that a Tamagotchi in your pocket or are you happy to see me? And I know that's a little cheeky, but the bottom line is uh, fourth grade for me was actually a very transformative year. And I know in the previous episode, I talked about clothing and I'm going to talk a little bit about it again today. But there was some really distinct experience I had about those damn Tamagotchi things. And if you were around during the 90s and you know what these virtual pets were you know that this was the hot fire like dylon on making the band season two Uh, if you had it you belonged and you immediately tacitly fit into this group of kids uh, where everybody could battle using this thing you could feed it you take care of it and just whenever a brand new hot thing hits the market you better believe that a bootleg or a counterpart also is produced at the same time and just like if you get caught wearing some fugazi shoes or knockoff of a popular brand now same thing happened if you had kind of a knockoff or a uh, variant of whatever the popular thing was so uh, my mom bless her heart i was walking around and i think we were at a big lots or a michaels or something and all the tamagotchis was super expensive from what i could remember and I just didn't feel right asking for it. But we were at a Michael's or that Big Lots, and I saw it right by the kiosk next to some chiclets or uh, some uh, zebra gum or something, and I said, please, please, can I have this? And she said, graciously, yes. And so I very proudly uh, took that clipped little Tamagotchi bootleg and clipped it on my pants and, and proudly went into fourth grade 
to hopefully belong with all the other kids that had it. And uh, despite my best effort to blend in and, and fit with these kids, uh, they immediately called me out on it and uh, teased me and made fun of me. I uh, said, you, you were better off just not having anything at all. And beyond the Tamagotchi, I remember uh, this kid was really into name brand stuff. And if you wore a variant of something, I remember I had a, I had a Ninja Turtles t-shirt um, that I got from my aunt. She lived in Maui. But it wasn't Ninja Turtles, actually. It was uh, it was like a tourist t-shirt. So it was, I think it was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Geckos. And I thought that, that stuff was fire. I thought it was cool. I thought it was hip. Uh, same effect. The kid heckled me to high heaven. And uh, it made me, for the very first time, uh, really think about what I wore and how that would help me adapt to the situation. So whether it was electronics or clothing, um, that was really a, a transformative moment. So I recall we were going to some uh, savings store like a Ross or a Marshalls or a TJ Maxx or something like that. And I really wanted a Calvin Klein shirt because this kid that bullied me was rocking the CK. So I thought if I wear something at the same level as him, I'm going to adapt. I'm going to fit in and then finally be liberated and freed from the, the terror of this bully. And so I remember I dug around for, for a very long time until I found this forest green Calvin Klein logo t-shirt, the CK, the same thing you see on the cologne or perfume bottles that you see at the mall kiosk. I saw it. It, was, it, it looked amazing to me. And so I picked it out and it was super cheap. I think it was maybe seven, eight, ten bucks. Uh, I didn't realize at the time the reason why it was on sale is that the t-shirt sleeve, one sleeve was significantly larger than the other. And if that came out today, maybe that would be a cool collaboration item or whatever it is, one of one. But I definitely didn't know how to rock it with that confidence and bravado back then. But I wore it with pride. I wore it the, the moment uh, I got home and then wore it to school the next day. And then immediately uh, also got called out. So why am I using Tamagotchis and this uh, factory flawed Calvin Klein t-shirt and talking about it in this episode? Uh, the reason why I'm talking about it is no matter where I went, there was this phase of wanting to adapt and to use whatever totem was available to me to blend in and assimilate because I didn't understand that where I came from and the culture that kind of nurtured me um, which was a blend of, you know, growing up in the, in a refugee household, you know, being first generation American, uh, Vietnamese American, uh, first in my family, uh, along with my brother to go to college and all of that stuff. Um, I didn't recognize at the time that the inputs that shaped who I was um, wasn't necessarily going to fit in with every single person that I was going to come across. I didn't have a mechanism to understand that a lot of the bullying I received oftentimes didn't really have a lot to do with me, but more so the person that was doing the bullying. And I'm not saying that it's okay to bully. And, and in, in many ways, I, I hope that those that have been the receiving end of that um, have found ways to heal. And, and if listening to this gives you some way or some release or relief, I, I hope that for you. And for those of you that may have been bullies in your past, 
I hope that you understand that the impact of your actions do have long-term effects. And that's not to make you feel guilty, um, but to hopefully, if you haven't had a chance to reconcile that yet, just I hope you understand that it's not too late to, to make amends for that. Doesn't mean that you got to hunt down the person that you haven't talked to in 10, 15 or 20 years, um, but to, to pay it forward and to think about the consequences of your actions. Because I myself being a flawed human being, I probably have caused um, some heartache or some pain to other people as well, despite trying to be as kind and considerate as possible. I'm, I'm a human. And for those that have uh, been negatively adversely affect like those that I unfortunately introduced into the pyramid scheme life. Um, I'm trying my best every day to just share these anecdotal experiences so that I can pay it forward myself. And each and every day, each and every video and podcast and recording and post that I make is an attempt to connect with other people and to make you feel that it's okay to have made these mistakes. It's okay to have tried really hard to belong, to fit in, and have it not work out. And now I can say proudly the lesson that I've gotten from all of those experiences is that I can embrace myself for who I am. I know how to belong and how to integrate and assimilate and adapt in a room of different people, but I also love myself for who I am. And I acknowledge all of the people and inputs and experiences that shape me as a person today. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the High Fidelity Podcast. I'm your host, Hai Trung. You can find me on highfidelitypodcast.com. And please, if you feel so compelled, uh, leave a review on either uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, and send me your feedback. Um, you can reach me uh, through the website. And I hope everyone has a great day.